How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Yeah, coming up uh, in the next break, we've got uh, Movie of the Week, Mad Max 2. We're going to be joined live in the studio by Liam Alexander. But uh, John's on Friday. I find this uh, something interesting here. You might not find it interesting. You might just think it's completely not a horseshoe. Anyway, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, now, this grand final, boys, there's no doubt, this is the grand final that we've always covered it. Uh, but until now, it's never happened. It's funny because you, this happens at times. Like, if you look at the 90s, the three glamour cl- clubs were the Raiders, the Broncos, and Manly. Never had the Quinella. Mm. Like, none of those sides. No Broncos, Canberra in the early 90s. Which would have been that one? Superstar. Never happened. But these two clubs have never sat in the elite level simultaneously. Like, at this very elite. They've really yinged and yanged through their career. Here's an example. Like, Parramatta in their imperial age, 81, 82. 83 and 86. At that point, Penrith near the bottom. That was you know, the disparaging tag chocolate soldiers. 89 through to 91, Penrith emerge and they win a competition. Eels are awful. You know, it's post-Price Sterling and Kenny and the Zip Zip men. They're really, they're really, really struggling. 2001 grand final, Para come up and they make the grand final. Penrith come last that year. 2003, Penrith win the comp. Para finished 10th. 2009, Earls play in the grand final. Penrith finish 11th. Hard to explain exactly why, Webby. But why is it? Why, how, I don't why know. Why is it so? Why are, is they so? Share, are they sharing the same junior nursery? Is that the thing? No. Mm. No, they're not. I don't think they are. I think, is it Blacktown? It's sort of the, the but cutoff they, it point. It does cross over, if you know what I mean. Mm. There is a crossover. I don't know why that, I don't know why that is the case. I don't know your yin and yang theory. Yes. Well, can I run you through, right? And I had very little to do yesterday. So I sat there and went through all the players that have played for both clubs. Right now, through the up and in the last say forty years, right now. So here's some of them. Regan Campbell Gillard, right now, Wanga Blake, aware of that. Right now. Bryce Cartwright now, of course. But the bear, Bob O'Reilly, he started Penrith, went to Para. Neville Glover. Played by, a, he started at Penrith. Matty Goodwin played at both. Then you've got Craig Izzard, Jeff Gerrard, David Lydiard, Andrew Fitzhenry. Nobby Clark, of course, was at Penrith. They went to Parramatta. Andrew Leeds, Parramatta to Penrith. Guys like Tolson Tullett, uh, Nathan Barnes, Matt Adamson, Phil Adamson, Brad Drew, Gary Freeman. Dave Woods, Joe Nullivar, Richie Fioso, Michael Gordon, Michael Jennings, Joseph Polo, Tamana Tahu, and there are a few others, but I, by this stage I just completely run out of steam. But what you see in this, what 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 is really interesting that I found interesting in this is that was 80% of it was Penrith going to Parramatta, not the other way, which shows you in the last 40 years or 36 years of pain that Penrith have done a better job at junior level. 100%. I think the fact that the, the way that they've tapped into their junior talent the last 10 years, well, you're seeing the results of it right mm. now. To be perfectly honest, I reckon there's like we've got a story in the Herald today about about Penrith no longer having their chip on the shoulder about being the yeah little the little brother. brother and they're not and they're not and I reckon just the way that Western Sydney's grown in the last twenty years and in particular the last ten years that Penrith have been better at tapping into their junior talent yeah they've they been, have they have like I remember and those... they no longer have that chip on their shoulder like they've got the big leagues club they've had all mm. and they've got the premiership like I, when you think back to around. You know, those early to mid-80s, when you talk about Big Brother, Little Brother, you talk about the halves 
at Parramatta, Sterling and Kenny, mm. against the young guys who were emerging, which was um, Brandy Alexander and, and Izzard, Brad Izzard. But they've had more, like, I th- but I think Penrith have been more successful. Mm. Like the way that they, like they've managed to keep notching from the 90s onwards. They've, like, they've had a, they've had a premiership per decade. Mm. Parramatta, Parramatta coming through when I was coming through were always the strongest juniors. Absolutely. Penrith weren't that strong. Uh, they were, they were, Parramatta were the team, Joey. Now this is when, when, when did I come through? Sort of late 80s, early 90s. Uh, this is probably before there was a big Polynesian influx into the NRL. I wonder when that all sort of started, where the Polynesian boys started emerging in the juniors at, at Penrith, but also mm. Parramatta. It would be the late 90s, maybe? Yeah. Yep. And that's when they went yeah. uh, the pu- through the roof. Tone pu- Tony Puller to it. Really emerged. Joe Nullivau. Joe Nullivau. The very Hair Bear Brothers. Yeah. Tony Pulitua was like tackling a runaway racehorse. Yeah. <laughs> it was near impossible. But, but I reckon, I re- you know, people bag Brian Smith because he never won a comp. And that's, we talked about that earlier. But he was very good at those, that getting those junior players through. Mm. The junior systems mm. of Parramatta, 90s and early 2000s. They were asleep on the, they were asleep on the job and how they developed players there for a while, like, like Webby, so I'll give you an example. Joey just said when you were coming through the juniors, right, whenever you play Parramatta, you're going, mate, it's going to be tough because they had the best kids or the blokes who were going to be the superstars. Here's some of this one. Jason Bell, right? Now, Jason Bell ended up going to play a fair bit of first grade, but Jason Bell played against the Broncos at 17 years of age, right? And he was going to be, wasn't he? Jason Bell was going to be the next superstar. Dare I say it, as they say it there, the next Peter Sterling, but he was. Like, the way he played, the way he held himself, his natural ability, all those things suggested, but he would never took that next step to the elite level. David Penner. Like, Dave Penner, mm. I think he scored seven tries in one day, but scored four in the under-21s and then went on at halftime in the reserve grade and scored three or something. Penner was another one. that You were going to go, this guy is going to be the man. Again, never quite fulfilled his potential. David Basari. And Dave Basari, he was, he was the captain of Parramatta Maris when they won the Commonwealth Bank Cup. He was the best junior in the country. But again, never quite made that next step into what they thought he was going to be. Why? Well, it's well, because we t- they come through a, system, a junior system, system when the first grade team is flying. But at that point, and they jo- ride on the co- coattails of the success but, of the, the NRL team. Well, Joey, uh, you're heading, we're talking about here in the late, very late 80s, and they're on a downward. Uh, swing at the time. If we talk about salary cap area, you know, they talk about cycling. They're on the bottom end of the cycle. They're struggling. I think that what you saw with Parramatta through that era and even maybe up to a decade or so ago is what we're going through with the Knights is there is a fault. There, there was back then a fault in the pathways, I, whether it be the coaching mm. or whatever, but you had these guys who looked like they're going to be world booters, but whether they didn't get the right coaching, or whatever, just never were able to fulfil their potential. Um, yeah. Joe, any other blokes like coming through, like the Parramatta blokes that you look at? Scott Mann was he one? Scott Mann, he was, was another one. one. There was huge raps on. Billy Greentree. We got some. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of when I came through. That they all the, the junior players at Parramatta were the ones always making the rep teams. Danny Farah. Uh, there was Krankovich. Krankovich. No, no, no. I'm just trying to think of his name. Anyway, this is Krankovich. Krankovich. No, no. 
I'll try to think of it. Um, Danny Krinkovich. Danny Krinkovich. Yeah, yeah. Danny That's right. Can't remember yeah. what I had for breakfast, you, so I remember you, that. You talk about the spoil of the salary cap and teams ebbing and flowing. But you look at Penrith now, Harold Matz, mm. Jersey Flag, New yeah. South Wales Cup, yeah. with the potential to win the NRL. And see. Never been so done you, you Never been done before. <laughs> you, you would say for the next, God, 10... Ten what? next over the yeah. next decade, they've got players that are elite coming well, through. What what about it? The depth they've got. Like look at the outside backs, right? There was a discussion twelve months ago that they we're going to be willing to let Crichton and Brian Toto go for all the young guys coming through. Yeah. Now I think I think that would be a mistake, particularly in the Toto situation. He's a, he's a rare, very rare player, but it just shows you the depth of talent they got there. The, the best guys that are coming through New South Wales Cup, they had the you know the team of the team of the year. Half those players are Penrith players. Mm. That are like going to be knocking on the door to players that are currently in NRL. But don't don't you reckon though when they lose, I reckon Kickow and um, and Coruscant, when they lose those two, like they're big holes. Well, they got big s- holes is it Sonny Luke in the NRL? Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. New South Wales but Cup you know, dummy half. Do you know what though? What you got is Nathan about to head into, for use of a better term, his imperial years, where he he's going to be the use best player. Use twice. imperial years twice. I love it. They they say about that in music. They'll mm. talk about people like Billy Joel and Elton John. They'll say, what were his imperial years? And they'll say, Rocket Man, all that sort of stuff. Like it's a bit that. like football, mate. You have your sort of imperial years. And he's not – at the moment, Nathan's not even in his. He's, I think, mm. the next – He's wolf. got a decade of it. He's got a decade of that. Oh, no, so I just if you've re- got the best player in the world, you're going to be up there. I just reckon kick out such an important part of that team. He's, a, he's been a monster this final season. It's a genetic yeah. freak, what he does. Oh. You know what? He comes up with those big plays. Seen him kick for tries, those charge downs. Yeah, the charge downs. He just knows where to get himself in. And well done to the Paramount Club. He came out recently and said, like, that when he went to Penrith, like, you know, he said, I was I was naive. I think, uh, like, coming from Fiji, all this stuff that he wasn't aware about. And he, he came out and said, not Par- Penrith just looked after me that much, not just on the field, but in life. And I'm a better man for being there. Do you reckon, the, do you reckon there were some nerves when uh, your shoulder crept up a bit and the. Uh Oh, Prelim. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, imagine being a player. I don't, reckon, I don't reckon that was any. If you no, get, no, no, if no, you get a grade a, one, if, if you get one of those grade ones and you get a week suspension for a grand final, you shouldn't should not miss one. Only for a grand but final. But I think that's why the fine system was brought in. Yeah. yeah so he so he wouldn't miss it. Mm. You know. Yeah. But I but people comparing to Tamalolo, like no, well, one no. hit one hit one in the head and the other didn't. So. Yeah. What, on the Tamalolo situation, what a blow that is for the World Cup. What what what, what is going to transpire there? Where uh, oh, they, they, they've, 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 the, if they got two warm up games or something, but only one's going to count. Oh, okay, yeah. they have to cover for the. Have to, World don't you reckon they have to clean that up? The old suspension oh, system. Yeah, yeah. that's you, if you get suspended in NRL games, you shouldn't be able yeah. to sit those out in a World I, Cup I, or I represent totally, it. I totally agree. Mm. Yeah. It's a different I mean, it competition. Hurts. It hurts the clubs. The clubs are the ones p- paying their wage. No, it's all right. Reverse that around. Yeah, no. that's right. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it should be the clubs. Yeah, the clubs love it. If yeah, Cowboys, yeah. If Cowboys <laughs> clubs love it. If Cowboys won that game, does Tamalolo play coffee. this weekend? No, he doesn't. I know they gave him three yeah. weeks, but yeah. no, he doesn't. Who? Uh, he misses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he misses. Would have put a lot of pressure on the judiciary, but it would, he, the, he geez, that would have been the story of the week, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it have been? Um, I was going to say something. I love a suspension in Grand Final. Oh, Billy, to, the Billy to, Slater. Tony Payton, Coach of the Year. Tell you what, mate. Hang on, just, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. 
He just finished his speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, when you're coach of the year, you can do what you want, I suppose. We'll take a break. Move of the week next. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.